Sports Day SA, David Wildey and Dan Menzel uh, for tyre power. Winter safety sale now on 25% off equivalent with four for three on selected Falcon tyres. Tyre power, get your free five-minute safety check. Well, Dan, time now to w- welcome a man that's played for both the power and the Giants. Great ruckman, premiership ruckman too, and uh, very straight shooter. I like speaking to Dean Brogan. Uh, there's no grey, it's all black and white. Hello, Dean, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for the intro. Thank you for joining us, as always. Hey, look, a massive game. Port coming off four losses. What a crazy season. They smash Brisbane round one, lose the next two, win 13 on the trot, lose the next four. It's just it's a silly season. Yeah, look, it's, um, it seems like a, a lifetime ago that Port um, <laughs> have won 13 in a row. And, yeah, it's been a really tough month for them. And, albeit, they've played pretty well in two of those games without winning. You know, you think back to the Collingwood game and, and the, obviously the game on the weekend against Geelong, they were, they were really good. Um, but yeah, the other two games haven't been so good. But the reality is they've lost four in a row and um, they got a few injuries to some key key position players and, and they're playing a pretty good team in um, in the Giants on Sunday who have, who have won seven out of their last eight. And um, it's going to be uh, a really, really big game for both footy clubs. But, um, you know, the folks on Port Adelaide, uh, they you wouldn't want to lose five in a row heading into a final series that's only a couple of weeks away. No, you certainly wouldn't. And, Brokes, you mentioned the injuries. Um, I think you'd be as well versed as anyone to answer this one. On the ruck situation at Port Adelaide, What what is the play for the power if Scott Lyser isn't healthy for the rest of the season and heading into finals? Yeah, look, it's a really good question. I think that the ruck position for Port's been, um, you know, spoken about a lot this year because obviously Lice has been in and out of the side with some injury, and we came back from it from an injury and played really well, and then he sort of got injured again, sort of came back for a week or two, and now they send him in for surgery. So I'm not even sure what his timeline is. So I mean, ideally, you know, Lysett's their number one guy. You know, he's very combative and he's been there, done it before. So they would love to have him back, you know, heading into, the, you know, the last couple of rounds into the final series. But young Vicentini, um, yeah, he's a little bit wet behind the ears, but we saw last week he, he's got he's got something about him that um, there's definitely a future there yeah. for him. Um, but, yeah, it'd be a big ask for a young ruck to, to, to shoulder the ruck load through the, through the final series. But... Look, they might not have a choice. He might, they might have to just throw him out there and go, mate, give us everything you got, and um, you, you just see what happens. But you know, as we know with Port Adelaide, they've got an unbelievable midfield. They just need the ball to get to ground, and um, away they go. And um, I think we saw that against Geelong. That um, as soon as the ball hits the deck, their midfielders can get the job done. But I'm a big believer. You can't. I'm a big believer in. Um, you know, you need a big ruckman to get to get to go far in September, and um, you know, hopefully for Port, you know, Lysa can come back and, get, and give them that combative mm. ruckman that they're going to need. Yeah, I, that's a question I was going to ask. Can they win it without Scott Lysa? You had um, going back many years ago now, but uh, uh, Brendan yeah. Laid and yourself, and we saw Max Gorn in recent times, and and most of the the grand finals have a have a reasonable ruckman. So, and and the other question I suppose, Dean, is can you play a fit? or an unfit Charlie Dixon. You, you need to go into finals, don't you, with pretty well men very fit. We've seen so many cases when they've gone in and the pressure of a final, and they're no good in the finals. So you need to pick 18 fit men. Yeah, look, I think if you look over the past, you know, the modern era, which, you know, we've, I mean, I've been associated with AFL for 20 years and, and 
there's not many grand finals or big prelim finals where um, the teams that have won or you know been there right at the point in September where they haven't had a good genuine number one ruck. So I think when games get really tight and combative, um, the, the tools don't get any smaller. And um, I think you, you need some rep- you know some really good combative um, key position players, and one of them is the rucks. So yeah, we'll they'll we'll be a little bit exposed if they don't get life set back. But I mean this this might be the year. You know, Collingwood don't have a, a really good recognised ruckman either. Um, you know, out of that top four, really only Melbourne um, have, uh, you know, the, the, the genuine All-Australian ruckman. So it might be the year where a hybrid ruckman could get it done. So, you know, only time. And they've got well, it, yeah. I wouldn't, want to got be, it. I wouldn't want to be banking on that, you know. Um, but, you know, to answer your question with, with Dixon and, and some of the Port big boys, look, I think, for Port, they just really need to get them right for finals, and whether that's they put them away for a couple more weeks and be happy to sort of finish fourth, I think, with that, and then you come into the first week of the finals with an extra week before the finals, but you've got a relatively healthy Charlie Dixon, you've got a relatively you know, healthy Scott Lysett, you know, Mackenzie's healthy. I think that's the most important thing for Port Adelaide at the moment, is to have their key position players you know, relatively healthy going into a final series. And, you know, Dan will tell you that, you know, not every player is 100% this time of the year. So I think if you can operate it around that 80% mark, that's probably good yeah. enough. Dean Brogan, I guess. Dean, who do you like, um, what, a few weeks out now, a few games to go, plus finals? And it's going to come down, I think, who has the least injuries. Melbourne copped Harrison Petty last week. Nick Dacos, a massive one for Collingwood. Ashcroft does his knee for Brisbane. And Port have got their worries. Who who do you like? Who do you think's in the in the sweet spot at the moment? Yeah, look, you know, you're spot on there, mate. I think the healthiest list in September goes far. And um, oh, look, I think I think Collingwood will, you know, as much as good a Dacos player is, I think they can still win footy games without him. Um, I think the the team that's you know it's sort of a bit scary at the moment is Carlton. Um, yeah. You know, I think they've won seven or maybe eight in a row, and they they're just playing some unbelievable footy and um you know they've got a, a kid called Charlie Kerno who's just an unbelievable football player and um I think if they stay healthy and they're playing a home final at the G um they they're going to be a scary proposition but look it's a really hard question to answer at the moment because I think so many teams are even in that sort of 1 to 6 bracket um you know, and the Giants are a scary team as well. So, look, I think you're right. The healthiest team, the healthiest list and playing some reasonable footy, you know, in that back end of this month and into September will be as good a chance as any. And whether that's out of the top four or not, it might be the year where another team like the Bulldogs a few years ago can win it outside the top four. I think that's a real possibility this year. Yeah, it certainly is. You mentioned Carlton, seven on the trot for the Blues. Uh, now, you spent a bit of time at the GWS Giants, Brogues. Um, you spent the two seasons there in 2012 and 2013 and played the 19 games. wanted to ask you about their big ruckman who's sort of come from nowhere, Kieran Briggs. He's played the 11 matches this year and in total 20 games across his career, but he's averaging 27 hitouts a game. He gets about 16 touches a game as well. You must be impressed with how he's come on at just 23. Yeah, look, he's. Um, I think he might have came off their rookie list, or he was a real country spec sort of kid. I think he sort of came a year or two after me, but I did know about him in my time at the Giants that there was this, you know, big, real competitive ruckman that was coming through, who's a bit undersized, but he's just super, super competitive. And 
Look, he's taken a couple of years to sort of get to that level. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I watch him and... There was one game in particular against the Bulldogs the other week. He was going against the Bulldogs ruckman. Um, I can't think of his name at the moment. Tim English. Actually, you bet Tim English was smashing him in the first half, and um, he regrouped um, Briggs at half time and came out and really took it up to English in the second half. And when you see ruckman do that, it shows a lot of character. And um, I was really impressed with how he went about it that day. And I think he's a he's a really good ruckman, um, particularly someone who's undersized. Um, just really, really competitive and competitive, and um, he's got the best probably competitive ruckman of all time. Coaching him in, in Shane Mumford, so I'm sure he's um, watching a lot of Shane Mumford tapes, and you know he plays very similar to Shane Mumford as well. So, you know, if they can get a 150 games of Shane Mumford like attributes out of him, um, yeah, he's going to be a super player for him. That's pretty handy. As as the rise and rise of Adelaide surprised you, Dean, um, they lost a couple of close games, you know, less than a kick to Collingwood, Melbourne, should have beaten Giants perhaps twice and didn't. I know should have and could have, but they could easily have been up, up around fourth, fifth, and they play an exciting brand of footy. Are you impressed with what you see? Oh, look, I really am. I I, I really rate Adelaide, and like you just said there, Wildy, they, they, they could easily be sitting in the top four if they just kicked a little bit straighter in some of their games. Um, that's that's how close they are to really having a nudge at it. And, um, you know, I called their game last week um, against Gold Coast, and, you know, the Borlace and, and um, Keane, I think the young fella, Irish kid, like, they've just pulled these guys from nowhere. Like, normally when two teams lose two key backs... They struggle to fill that void, but they've just brought these two big kids up who look like they've been playing at the level for a hundred, you know, for ten years. So I'm super impressed at their list, um, their list um, profile. I love the way they their game style is. You know, Manny Nix has done an unbelievable job in getting him to play a brand of footy that wins you big games. Um, you know, Tex Walker's in career best form at his age, so they're doing so much right at that footy club and. I can't be more um, complimentary of, you know, Matty Nix and, and the whole footy club. And, you know, I never thought I'd say this, but Adelaide are a great team to watch. So, um, <laughs> you know, obviously uh, being a, a port, port man and um, the rivalry, but I honestly love watching Adelaide play. And I think they're doing a lot right. And again, mate, if they slip into the eight, you wouldn't really want to play them the first week either. So, yeah, they're a really good footy team at the moment and building something pretty special, I think. Dan and I were talking about the young Adelaide back line. And when you look at Danaher, Hipwood, Rayner, McCarthy, Cameron, they've got a lot of weapons up there, Gunston and another one. So might be tough. I mean, Brisbane 9 zip at home, and uh, it's got that nice, beautiful weather, 26, 27 degrees. It's going to be a real test for that and challenge for the young Adelaide back line. Yeah, look, it is. And, and Brisbane at home are always a you know three, four-goal better side, and um, their forward line, although they've got some tools, they're a really dynamic forward line in um, Hitwood and um, you know Danaher, like you said, in Gunston. So I think the Adelaide backs are going to have a, a, a bit of a bit of a, uh, a handful of a night. But I mean, I would have said that last week and the week before again with their backs, you know, with Murray and um, uh, Butts going down, I would have said the same thing. So you know, I wouldn't put a pass in that they go up there and do a really good job and get their jobs done and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very bullish on Adelaide. I think if you're ever going to have a win of the season, it's this week. And, um, 
you know, I, I'm not sure what their side is at the moment, but um, they'll go out there and be pretty competitive. And it wouldn't surprise me if they actually knock Brisbane off. You know, Brisbane coming back from Perth off a six-day break. You know, if you're ever going to get them, it would be this Saturday yeah. night. Love your work, big fella. Thanks for your time. No, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. See ya. Thanks, Brooks.